0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey Larry. So a big game tonight for BC football, coming off a tough loss last week against Virginia Tech. They will be hosting the University of Maine tonight at Alumni Stadium, 7.30 kickoff. BC, as I said, coming off a tough loss last week versus Virginia Tech. Lost that game 27-10, to tough loss there. Djokovic was 15-28 with 135 passing yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Garwo, only 10 carries for 15 yards. The BC offensive line really couldn't get much space out there for the running backs to move the ball. Really couldn't move the ball well on offense at all. Did not open up any holes, really. And then Zay Flowers, best player in BC's offense yet again. Four catches or 79 yards. Hopefully he can get the ball tonight, open space, and use his speed to his advantage. BC only had 155 total yards of offense last week. They were 2-for-15 on third down with 4 total rushing yards in the game. 4 total rushing yards in the game. Hopefully tonight's a different story, but BC does have a lot of injuries to their offensive line. Right tackle Kevin Klein tore his ACL. He will be out for the year. Left tackle tonight will be Nick Thomas. a preferred walk-on is starting tonight for BC at left tackle. Left guard Finn Durstein. Center Drew Kendall. Right guard Dwayne Alec, who actually made the transition over from... Defensive line back to offensive line. He was recruited as an offensive lineman, then became a defensive lineman at some point last season or even in this offseason, then transferred back to offensive line since BC needs help there. He's starting tonight at right guard. And then right tackle is Jack Conley, who started, I believe, one game now so far at left tackle, maybe one at right tackle. BC is once again without Ozzy Chapillo, who started at left tackle, I believe, in week one. Very good player, obviously. He's a big loss. Probably BC's best offensive lineman, so losing him is a huge loss for that BC team. As of Maine, they, they were 6-5 last year. They're 0-2 this year. So also 0-2 just like BC. Coming off a tough 21-18 loss last week to Colgate. If you remember, BC played Colgate in their season opener last year in 2021 and blew them out 51 to nothing. Then Maine also lost 41-0 to New Mexico to begin the season in week one. So they, they've had a tough stretch as well, just like BC. They only have 18 points total on offense in their first two games this season so they're averaging nine points per game in offense while allowing 31 points per game so that's a minus 22 point per game differential for that main black bears team only six rushing first downs and the abc only has nine so not much more 138 rushing yards in two games for that main offense one thing about that offense though is that they are efficient in the red zone they actually scored three out of three times in the red zone this year two for three touchdowns-wise, and then kicked a field goal in the other one. So three out of three times, they've scored in the red zone. So if you give them the opportunity to get down the field in the red zone, they've been efficient there all year. So it's just a matter of whether or not they get down there. The best player on the offense for Maine is their running back, Elijah Bonwell, grad student, running back, transfer from Rutgers. He had 66 rushing yards last week on 17 attempts versus Colgate. Also added five catches in the past game for 31 yards. They do have BC former great wide receiver Kobe White, a transfer from BC and James Madison. He went to James Madison at the end of last season and then ended up transferring midway through the summer to UMaine. So excited to see him play back at BC night. Hopefully has a great game. I'm a big fan of Kobe. Always been a big fan of Kobe. Big part of the program during his years here. Five years he spent as a BC Eagle and honestly tore it up, 97 catches for 1,434 receiving yards with 10 receiving touchdowns in 39 games over five years with the Eagles. He did battle injuries. He missed a whole entire season in 2019, or 2020 it was, with a torn ACL. And then 2021 missed most of the last season as well, only playing in three games. So 39 games over five years, but was a big reason this program got to where it did in the A.J. Dillon and the Anthony Brown days. He was a big reason they were ranked, one of the best players on the offense alongside Jeff Smith, A.J. Dillon, and also Anthony Brown. I'm hoping Kobe has a great game. I'm hoping he has a great game. Shines bright at Alumni Stadium. Has a huge game. Hoping he catches a touchdown as well. I think he deserves it, especially how much work he put into this program to getting it to where it is today. Obviously, tough start to the season 0-2, but BC was ranked a few times during his tenure with BC. He was a big part of the Eagles' offense, as I said, and wishing him nothing but the best. Hopefully, he has a great game tonight. Rooting for him out there. Another guy to keep your eye on for that main Black Bears team is their linebacker, Justin Sambu, who has two sacks in two games. So... Obviously, BC's offensive line, as I said, a lot of young guys, a lot of inexperienced offensive linemen because of injuries. Obviously, guys going pro last year, losing Lindstrom to the NFL and Zion Johnson and Petrula, obviously graduated, and then losing Vrabel as well, Tyler Vrabel, losing Tyler Vrabel, Ben Petrula, two big losses there as well. BC lost a ton of their offensive line, and then obviously Christian Mahogany lost him to a torn ACL before the season started. So... BC's had a rough stretch, obviously, with their injuries and two sacks for a Sambu this year in two games. He could have another good game tonight. Who knows? I wouldn't be surprised if he had a good game and disrupt that BC passing offense, especially considering the offensive line is so inexperienced. So who knows what it'll be like tonight? Obviously, rude for BC to have a good game. But at the same time, being 0-2, Maine's coming in an FCS team. Sometimes the FCS team has a chip on their shoulder since they're playing a big FBS school. So you never know what this outcome is going to be tonight, but hopefully BC comes home with a big win. Maine played UMass Amherst at the end of last season, last game of the year, and actually beat them 35-10. to 10. BC only beat UMass Amherst last year by 17 points, 45-28. to 28. So, obviously BC, when they play teams they should beat up on, like UMass Amherst, only beat them by 17. They played Texas State in 2020, only beat them by 3. Uh, game-winning field goal at the end of the game as time expired. Typically, BC, besides Colgate, obviously, beating them 51 nothing was big, but BC typically stays close in games that they should be up by 30 or 40 points based on talent, and at the end of the day, BC is favored right now by 31.5. I would not be surprised BC covers that, but at the same time, BC's offense did struggle last week. The offensive line did not look great, even with all the guys healthy on the field with their starters last week, they didn't look great, and obviously now losing a couple starters going into this week's game. I think BC wins this game, obviously. They should win this game by 30-plus, but I think it will be a 31-14 to 14 game. That is my prediction as of now. Who knows what this BC team will look like, though. Hopefully, it's a 55-3 game, and I'm wrong. I would love to see that. But obviously, at the same time, I keep it real always in these predictions. I keep my honest opinion, and I think Maine definitely could keep it at least somewhat close since they have an edge. Coming as an FCS school, playing an FBS team like BC, a Power 5 school, even if BC's 0-2, it's still a Power 5 school. You're coming with the chip on your shoulder, Playing against a team, BC, obviously in the New England area, both schools in New England. Maine obviously wants to make headlines. They're getting paid, obviously, to come here to play at Alumni Stadium. They have nothing to lose at the end of the day, so that's why I think they have a chip on their shoulder. I think they keep it somewhat close, 31-14 to is my prediction, BC winning the game. BC has won 32 straight games against FCS-Division-One slash AA opponents. With its last loss coming in 1978, Maine has beaten four FBS opponents in its program's history. And that's according to Andy Backstrom on Twitter. Today he tweeted that out about the history of BC versus FCS schools and obviously Maine versus FBS programs as well. BC last played Maine in 2015. BC won that game 24 3. BC was led by lefty quarterback Darius Wade, who was 14 for 25 in that game, passing with 155 passing outs and a touchdown. Former BC great running back John Hilleman. Had 16 carries of 52 rushing yards and three catches of 32 yards in that game. Buffalo Bills linebacker Matt Milano had two sacks in that game. And then also Harold Landry and John Johnson third split a sack each as well. BC won 40-10 in 2014 and then 34-3 in 2012. So the last three times they played, BC obviously beat up on Maine with the last time being in 2015. BC won 24-3. So hopefully BC comes home with a big win tonight. I would not be surprised if BC were to win the game. 55-3 to three, just based off of their talent their potential, and potential and how much speed they have in their offense. BC should beat up on them, but at the same time, I've looked at the team the last couple weeks and have a lot of injuries, obviously, and you got to obviously base everything off of what you're playing with right now and with an inexperienced offensive line, anything could happen. I still think BC wins this game by two-plus touchdowns. 31-14 to is my prediction, but at the same time, BC could blow them up 55-10, to 10, which I would be psyched. Obviously, BC needs a win. Get back on track. One win, that's how a season gets going. After you start out 0-2, the best way to get back on track is winning your next game, and that's tonight for BC. 7:30 kickoff at Alumni Stadium. So a big game tonight for the BC Eagles versus the Maine Black Bears. Hopefully it'll be a good one. Last thing I want to talk about is the Toledo versus Ohio State football game tonight. Toledo's 2-0, Ohio State's 2-0. Ohio State is actually number three in the country in the college football rankings. So obviously a very good team. They will be playing tonight at seven o'clock at Ohio State. Toledo beat UMass Amherst last week, fifty-five to ten. Quarterback Daquan Finn was twelve for twenty-six passing with one hundred seventy-seven passing yards and a touchdown. Finn was also elite on the ground, seven carries for seventy-four rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns. Wide receiver, Jawan Newton had a great game as well. Four catches for 106 yards. And then running back, Willie Shaw III, eight carries for 47 yards and a rushing touchdown. As for Ohio State, they beat Notre Dame 21-10 to in week one of the college football season. And then 145 to 12 last week versus Arkansas State. Quarterback, CJ Stroud in that game with 16-24 passing with 351 passing yards and four passing touchdowns. Wide receiver, Marvin Harrison had seven catches for 184 receiving yards and three receiving touchdowns. Ohio State at 538 total yards on offense last week versus Arkansas State. So I'm sure Ohio State will move the ball tonight versus Toledo. But as you guys know, I'm a big Mid-American Conference football fan. So I'll always be rooting for my MAC teams no matter what. So Toledo, will be riding with them tonight. But the line right now is 30 and a half. And at the end of the day, you're playing a big school like Ohio State. They can cover that easily. But my prediction as of now for this Toledo-Ohio State game I think Toledo may keep this a little bit close in the beginning of it, but I think Ohio State pulls away with their speed. Obviously having CJ Stroud as your quarterback helps as well. I think they pull away, win this game 52-24. to But I think Toledo could stay close a little bit, maybe for the first quarter or two, and then who knows what's going to happen after that. But looking forward to seeing what happens in that game tonight at 7 o'clock, and then obviously BC's game tonight at 7.30 in Chestnut Hill will be another great game as well. So hopefully I'll be back on tomorrow at some point to recap what happened in both of these games and also talk about the Giants-Panthers game, which was tomorrow. The Giants are 1-0 on the season. is not. Carolina's 0-1. It's the Giants season open at home at MetLife Stadium tomorrow at 1 o'clock, so a big game for that Giants team. You guys already know what my prediction is going to be. I have the Giants winning that game, but at the same time, I'll give you a preview of the game tomorrow, talk about who's in, who's out, and then talk about some other games across the NFL as well. So Anyways, thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this, as always. I appreciate it. and hope you guys have a good one. Go Eagles. Have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Thank you.